Hebrew Bible, uh, session 10. This is uh, a third of the way through. So if you don't want to listen to this, well, there's plenty of other content out there, and we'll get back to just going through books of the Bible after this is over. So we took a look at the historical origin. So, so far we've been looking at um, what the Bible's been saying about itself as it's being written. This is about the actual you know, things we can look at from the outside and references that it makes to the outside sources. Um, so there's a, a really cool timeline that he put in there of like, this is how things were written and put together. There were the actual events, and then there were the, um, the oral traditions, family stories, um, origin stories. This is, um, he had a really cool analogy of, this is not the um, telephone game where you, you whisper something to your friend, then they whisper something to their friend, and then you find out how funny it is, how it's different at the end. This is um, a generation of uh, telling the story of how, um, you know, mom and dad met, and it's been told a thousand times, and um, uh, to the point where, you know, you've, you've heard, you know, the, your aunt tell the story, and your grandma tell the story, and your you know, your dad tells the story and he adds something in that doesn't fit and everybody knows it doesn't fit and everybody has a good laugh and, and it has some kind of meaning and then, you know, but you know what the real true story is because it's a part of where you came from, your origin. We don't do that quite so much now anymore, but it was done a lot. And so a lot of those are embedded in early songs in Exodus 15, uh, Judges 5, Psalm 29. Uh, and then there were the early written traditions, um, uh, the scroll of the generations of humanity mentioned in Genesis 5.1, the scroll of uh, Yashar in uh, Joshua 10, in 2 Samuel 1, the, the scroll of the wars of Yahweh in Numbers 21, uh, and then the early collections of the written traditions. So like there's the traditions and they, they're collected together. So like the scrolls of the kings of Israel, which spans generations. So it wasn't just one story, it was a collection of stories written. Uh, and that's mentioned in 1 Kings uh, 14. And uh, and then the commentary on the scrolls of the kings in 2 Chronicles, uh, which is a different collection of you know commentary on that first scroll. And then there's the, the early, early editions of the biblical books themselves. So you'll see in Proverbs, there's, um, there's, there's some Proverbs, and there's other Proverbs that were compiled by Hezekiah. So if you look at Proverbs 25, 1, um, there's this whole section that was compiled by the um, Hezekiah, uh, which was um, quite, a, quite a bit later after Solomon had died. And so there's, there's that, and then there's the other parts of the book of Proverbs that are not a part of Hezekiah's compilation. And so yeah, the earlier edition would be Hezekiah's compilation was one compilation, and then it was added onto another compilation to make what would happen now. Um, there's, and then there's the words of uh, Agur in Proverbs 30, the words of Lemuel's mom, Proverbs 31, and then Psalms is, is this collection of um, the first two without headers, and then um, the Psalms of David through chapter 41 with an ending that's you know very clear. You know, ending on there that actually matches with the ending on um, chapter 72 and, and it actually says right there that it's done that that's the end of the words of David but we know that that must have been the end of a collection of David because there's a bunch of other other 
collections in there from other authors. And then in the 80s somewhere, there's more from David. So it's a collection of collections. Um, these seams are visible in, in the prophets and in the Torah. They're, they're all over. And you can actually see how some of these are different. The, um, the Hebrew is actually, so we have like English and Old English. Well, you can actually tell the generations of the type of Hebrew based on how it's written. I, I can't do it. There are those who can. Um, and the songs are some of the oldest, the oldest traditions. And then the, the narrative around those songs is a newer form. So it'd be like if we uh, told a story and right in the middle there were a few paragraphs that were in Old English. They stand out. Um, so I, I found this interesting. This is actually, this. there was a, a pretty hard transition right here into question and answer. And, um, and it started where uh, Tim was just talking about, you know, the end of this, talking about the, the, the proto-editions of the biblical books. And he said, um, this is, like, you can plainly see it within the books. You can plainly see it throughout you know it's referencing to itself um, it's not scary this is just how this is how God has worked through the spirit to, to develop these and uh, and somebody interrupted he said but it is scary um, it's um, it feels like somehow it's losing its authority because we're taught that it was just given to us directly from God and it's hard for us to imagine um, that somebody could put so much care into it to not skew it because you know, news stories get skewed and twisted so quickly in modern, you know, in, in where we are now. And it's just hard to see, like, how could somebody edit and change and, and hold on to this and maintain its purpose and mission perfectly? Like, how could that have any human origins in it? Um, and so, yeah, so, so Tim responded with, um, so Zechariah, the, the prophet Zechariah, he was, he was very aware that the Torah and the prophets came from a community of prophets that were spanning generations. He was one of them. He was quoting from Isaiah, who was just a few generations before him. Uh, and, he, and he was okay saying that the word of the Lord spoke th spoken through his spirit to all of his people about Isaiah, which was not, it wasn't written that long before him. Um, and so he had, he had knowledge of this and complete confidence in this process of how it was being put together. Um, the, the human origins doesn't negate or diminish its divine word authority. It, um, the divine word and authority, um, it, it's the divine word and the authority doesn't diminish the human process that brought them into existence. Um, this is a, this is a human and Spirit of God um, partnership that is happening. And that's, I mean, that's that's all throughout Scripture. It's, you know, starting in Genesis where God is, you know, uh, delegating and working through humanity with a, with a good and perfect plan. Um, and humans mess it up, but God works through it, through humans. So, yeah. Um, so then another question. Sometimes it's, it's more comfortable to think of the Bible um, outside of its cultural context 
uh, as if it was just you know the absolute authority handed down from God. Um, and because then you can just read it and say, well, it says it, therefore it's you know that's what it is. But if you if you start putting these questions in of you know the cultural context and the how it was made and, and all this stuff, then it feels like it's muddying the waters, and it's um, it's making it harder, less less comfortable to handle. And uh, and I love, I love the response was, um, do we consider Jesus less the Son of God because he spoke Aramaic, that he learned from his mom and Joseph? Does it diminish the concept of the incarnation that he pooped his diaper? And yet, these are the. This is the historical. This is the historical messiness that is the reality. Are we willing to entertain the idea that God wants to work? Um, he wants to work out His will in the world through humans. Um, it wasn't just a, a bunch of random people throwing in whatever they felt like. This was a dedicated community of learners, um, those who are uh, studying and who are dedicating their lives to following um, Yahweh and to uh, communicating his purposes in the world, even in ways that they didn't understand and how it led to Jesus. Well, maybe they did understand, actually. I, I don't know. Um, and then somebody else made the comment that seeing this community pointing to Jesus makes it feel more like participation or an invitation into a community of people pointing in that direction, rather than um, just a rule book of this is what happened and this is what you have to do. Um, it validates our role as uh, moving forward in the world in a community of people pointing to Jesus. Um, yeah. Um, so John 15, Jesus pointed, uh, Jesus promised the Spirit would testify about him and um, that's exactly what the New Testament is. It is a testimony um, of eyewitness accounts, investigations, and letters, um, all written by people, through people, with, with, the, uh, with the Spirit that, that testifies about Jesus. Um, and then 1 John 2, the, the Spirit is in you. You don't need anyone to teach you uh, as his... Uh, as his anointing teaches you about all things, it is true, um, just as it has taught you to abide in him. Um, so there's consistency with the Spirit and how he teaches and guides his people. And as, a, as this body of um, faithful followers moves along through, through life, and they study, and, they, um, and, they're, and they're putting this into practice, there are certain things that are pruned off as this is not consistent uh, with what God's story is and where He's where He's bringing us, um, and as as it's led by the Spirit, which is a lot messier than it's, it's messy. It's messier than I thought it was when I grew up. But this is how God God works with messy people. It makes sense. It fits. So. Um, they had a, a response question, and so here's, um, what do you think is the most important thing for people to understand about uh, how the Bible came together and the nature of the Bible as human and divine? And my answer was, the Bible came together publicly over many generations, guided by the Spirit of God, to tell a story 
that led directly to Jesus. Uh, this wasn't whispered to one individual in a cave or made up after the fact in secret so that it could be consistent. Um, and we can see its formation from generations and generations before. Uh, we can see its formation in opposition to the leaders of the time, pointing to God's plan for all of humanity through this group of uh, compromised and broken people. Uh, and I think that that makes it far more trustworthy than if it was somebody came out of a cave one day with everything all together claiming it was from God. This is how God works with his people. This is how God works with humanity. And I find that very comforting.